So uh, I have to translate my own talk now. Uh, so I was saying in Thai that uh, I'm actually uh, quite a shy person, uh, not very good at public speaking. Uh, but I see the I see this as part of my training also to be able to give Dhamma talk because once I I was listening to Tanajananan's uh, Dhamma talk. I think it was one of his first recorded Dhamma talk. And he mentioned that uh, he's giving this talk as a giving back to all the lay people who have supported him with food, with water, with shelter. Because as a monastic, we do not uh, have any uh, belongings. Uh, we can only give Dhamma that we have practiced uh, in, as a way, as a giving back to the laity. So uh, I hope that uh, by giving some uh, pointer, some word of wisdom, it can give you encouragement uh, in the practice, because uh, we need to, we need a lot of encouragement, a lot of mental power to overcome our kilesas. The Buddha said that there are four things that happen uh, rarely happen in this world. The first one is uh, for, for that the Buddha become reborn into this world. It's over many millennia that, that one Buddha would be born. The second point is that for someone to be born as human. The third one is for someone to live until the present moment. And the fourth one is for someone to be able to, to listen to the Buddha Dhamma. So you can consider yourself very lucky. Uh, you have built good past karma uh, in the past lives so that uh, you're here at this present moment and you can listen to Tanajan Anand's Dhamma. Um, so being born as human, we, being born as human, uh, so we have to contemplate that uh, what we are doing, uh, are we, is it, is it, enough? Is, is it good to be a, a good human being? So the Buddha taught that uh, we can cultivate our heart, our mind uh, through dana, sila, and pavana. We have to have generosity, we have to be firm in our morality, and we have to cultivate our mind. 
uh, a great master once uh, compared it to you taking care of your body to have a healthy life you you need to eat right you need to exercise you need to uh, clean yourself uh, uh, being uh, keep your hygiene and you have to sleep well uh, you have to do all four you cannot uh, just do one thing and and have a healthy life you need all four uh, for the mind is the same yeah. so you need the dana generosity it is a food for your mind food for your heart when you're generous to someone when you do something good for someone else then your heart become full and this will sustain your practice and keeping sila keeping precepts is the same as keeping uh, being hygienic uh, taking care of yourself and you have to develop mental strength uh, in terms of cultivating mindfulness and samadhi it's the same as you are resting so that your mind have time to rest and recuperate and lastly uh, you, you need to exercise this is uh, you have to cultivate your wisdom by contemplating or another Krubhajan he uh, compare it to the four essentials in, in our lives is as uh, we chant is the clothes, uh, food, shelter, and medicine. So dana is it can be compared to the food. And sila can be compared to the clothes because by keeping sila, it can prevent the negative emotion, the unwholesomeness uh, to enter your heart. Uh, the smaller one, at least, uh, the bigger one, you would need to cultivate uh, mindfulness and samadhi in order to be able to block it from entering your heart. Uh, and that can be compared to having shelter. Nupusha once asked uh, Samanera whether he found his home yet. And that he replied whether this Samanera, whether he have, have attained Samadhi yet, because the real home is the Samadhi. And lastly, you can compare the kilesas, the defilement, uh, desire, anger, and delusion. These three can be considered as the illness for the heart, for the mind. So we need the medicine to counter that. 
which is uh, we have to develop our wisdom. So when you practice, you have to do all four. You cannot just, okay, now is, I just want to cultivate uh, samadhi. I just want peace. You have to do all four together and try to do that every day. But keeping your health, uh, keeping your body and your mind healthy, you also have to remember that life is uncertain. You can see in the world today that uh, there's many chaotic uh, events in, in the world. And bring it, bringing it back to you, yourself, then you can contemplate that uh, we may die at any time. For myself, I'm 43 years old. And the past few years, I start to hear or, or know someone that of my own age or even younger who already passed away. I have a few friends uh, who passed away at an earlier age also. So you can see that life is really uncertain. You can sit and maybe try to imagine that if, I, if, if I'm gonna die in a year or two, then what should I do with my life? What do I accumulate enough merits to be able to be born in a better life uh, in the next life? So with that, it can help you to to let go of uh, a lot of worries, both your, uh, you know, in your home, your work, your daily life. If you contemplate death, Marana Nusati, it can help you with that. For myself, before I ordained, uh, I listened to the Dhamma from Nongkusha, from Nongtamahabua, from Tanajananan. And all these great masters, they all emphasize on contemplating death as a method of cultivating a peace in your mind. So I try to do that. And over time, I was able to let go of my worries. I, I just thought that if I die in a few days or, or in a few years, then I cannot do anything about the, the, the work, that, that the job that I'm doing. So I was able to let go of that and come to ordain. There's a, a short poem in Thai that I really like about contemplating death. Uh, so the translation is, uh, for a person, if it's not time for a person to die, 
even though he has enemy who try really hard to kill him, then he would survive. But if it's a time for that person to die, even a prick of a needle can lead to his death. So by contemplating that, that life is uncertain, I was able to let go of many worries. So by listening to the advice of the Kruba Ajahn, um, you all can, can, can lead your practice and, and obtain some result. There's a story from the time of the Buddha that uh, one of the 80 great disciples uh, of the Buddha, his name is Jula Bandaka Thera. He's foremost uh, in Mano Mayiti, which is creating form from mental strength. He, he actually, he's actually a slow person. Uh, because of his past karma, but he was able to attain arahanship from just a short advice from the Buddha. And he, he contemplated that advice over and over, and he was able to find peace and then finally uh, realize arahanship. And the Sangha, the, the bhikkhus, the next day they were all gather together and talk about how great the Buddha is to be able to teach this uh, slow person to attain arahanship. So the Buddha said that not just in this life that Julapandakatera listened to my advice and, and practice and attain some result from it. So he told the story of his past life, one of his past lives, uh, when he was born as a Julaka Seti, he was born into a wealthy family in the city of Varanasi. And he had uh, kind of like a sixth sense that he was able to, to tell how one person is, is how a person is going to be by looking at his his complexion, his face. And one day he was uh, walking in the street with his uh, entourage. And he saw this one young man and he said, oh, this young man has very good features and he, and I should help him to uh, improve his life. So he saw a carcass of a rat on, uh, on the side of the street. So he pointed that out and he said, if someone is smart enough, he can do something with this carcass and will be able to feed his family. All, all of his followers, they, ignore his talk, his, his speech. 
But this young person, this poor person, he saw, he, he listened, and he thought to himself, oh, this wealthy person, he doesn't speak just for the sake of it. There must be some reason behind it. So he took this rat carcass to the market and tried to sell it. And he was uh, announcing if someone want this carcass to feed their cat. And finally, uh, an old lady uh, out of compassion maybe uh, decide to buy this carcass for uh, it would be like a cent or something, very small amount of money. And this young man, his, his name is Julante Wasika. He, he then, with this money, with this small amount of money, he bought sugar and he mixed it with water uh, in a small pot. And when the flower, royal flower collector, they, they were going back home from, from the uh, royal garden. Uh, so he offered this water to, to these uh, collectors. And they don't have any money, so they give them, so they give this young man uh, a few of their flowers. So he collect that and then he sell it at the market to make more money. And he keep doing that. Then he, keep, he buy more pots, buy more sugar, and he go, the next day, he, he, he go all the way to the front of the royal garden. So the flower collectors, uh, they appreciate his, his effort to, to bring the water. So they give him more flour. So that's what he do over many days. Until one day, there was a storm and all these branches fell down from the trees in, in the royal garden. And the caretaker, uh, he was having a hard time uh, getting rid of all these fallen branches. So Julante Wasika, he offered to help uh, without you know, asking for, for money. So he get all the kids in the village to help him out by uh, giving them sweets and help him collect all these branches. And it just happened that uh, the royal potter, the a person who make uh, dishes, pots for, for the kings, uh, he, he's in need of firewood for, to make uh, more pots. So he offered Julante Wasika to, to buy uh, all these uh, branches. And then that's, that's how he made more money and so on and so on. Until the end, he was able to make like a, a million. Uh, and when he, when Chulante Wasika, he contemplated back that all this happened because of an advice from Julaka Seti. So he went to visit Julaka Seti to uh, offer half of his money as a, as a uh, 
as a gift, as a thank you present for, for that advice and then tell the, the wealthy person, the Julaka, uh, the story, how, how he made uh, all this money. And Julaka Sethi, he think that this, this young man, uh, just from a carcass of a rat, was able to make a million dollar. Uh, he, he has some future. So he decided to uh, give his daughter to marry uh, this young man. And then after Chulakaset, he passed away. Then uh, th this young man and his wife inherit all the wealth and live on uh, comfortably. And so the Buddha said, Chulabandaka uh, Tera, not just in this life, but in the past lives also, he get an advice from me, both in the worldly sense and in the Dhamma sense, and he, will, he was able to obtain results. So this, I give this as an encouragement for you. You are very fortunate to, to be able to uh, get to know Tanajananan, to listen to his Dhamma, to follow in his practice. And you can be sure that if you keep practicing, you will be able to uh, obtain result from it. So I would like to give uh, Anumotana with everyone and may you all realize in the Dhamma.